Hello everybody, welcome to a mini episode of the Loud Casa Talks. My name is Nate, and alongside my good buddy Omid, who is on our Discord chat here. What's up, Loud Crowd and Casa Crew? What's going on, Omid? Um, happy Mother's Day to you, um, and for everybody out there who's been celebrating uh, Mother's Day today. I hope you guys and your mothers had a good time. I know that we're still in quarantine, but you know, at the comfort of your home, you probably have a good time with your mom. Um, so yeah, how has your Mother's Day been, Omid? Oh, my Mother's Day was very well spent. Let me tell you, I spoiled my mother rotten, no lie. So this morning, I woke up, made breakfast for her, then I gave her a gift, which was a Mother's Day card, a Macy's gift card, and a perler I made for her. Then we spent our time with Grandma, and we showered her with Mother's Day cards also. So you went over, So you went out to your, mother's, to your grandmother's place? I did, but of course we took extra precautions. We wore face masks when going in and stuff. Okay, okay. So you're okay to visit other people, but the, the other thing too is that you're supposed to also work with social distancing and wearing masks and all that, huh? Yeah, we're, we're working on that too, but it's just we wanted to see Grandma for Mother's Day because we haven't seen her in so long. Right, right. I understand that. But um, yeah, I what I did for Mother's Day was that I was able to um, spend time with her, and my sister was also here as well. So we spent a good weekend with my mom. But the other thing too is that I also cooked for my mom today, so she liked the meal we made. And of course, I don't have a gift for her. But the other thing too is that I've always been living with her for a couple of years. That you know, I have to treat her back with whatever I can. So yeah, that's all I did for my mother my Mother's Day. But that's very nice. Uh, what did you cook for her? I ended up cooking like a. What was it? The tri-tip, a little barbecue for her um, with mashed potatoes and gravy. So, not not the best meal, but the other thing, too, is that she likes it. So, you know, treat her out I with cooked, what she likes. I cooked eggs for her. <laughs> so you gave her a breakfast or a brunch? Bre breakfast, pretty much. Awesome, awesome. So cool. Um, I hope everybody else had a great Mother's Day. Um, but here's the other thing, too. We have a mini episode that we have to record. This mini episode, we're going to be talking about previewing all six episodes of The Loud House that's coming out this week. Yes, I said it right. Six episodes of The Loud House. We have never expected six episodes of The Loud House to be released to us this week. So we have a lot to discuss here. So sit back, relax, listen in to what we're going to preview. <laughs> Alright, so let's actually start it off with the first episode this Monday called Sister Act. To get out of doing things they don't like, Lola and Lana secretly switch places and pretend to be each other. Uh, first off, when you heard about the synopsis on me, what was your thoughts on this? I actually think of this as an ideal Lola and Lana episode. Since they are identical twins, yet are different in terms of everything else, it's actually an interesting concept for the pair to play the roles as each other. It gives me big parent tra trap vibes. Yeah, see, that's my other thing I want to discuss later, is that when I keep hearing about Lola, Lola and Lana, you know, they're obviously two separate identities, because one loves to be down and dirty, while the other is, you know, pretty and a, a brat. The other thing, too, is that if they try to switch places, they are really doing a lot of things with switching places. I mean, if you watch The Parent Trap, that movie was actually... A, a great way to see how twins can separate and try to be each other's identities. So I'm seeing here in Sister Act the same thing, where they're going to do doing that as well, where Lola tries to do Lana's activities and Lana tries to do Lola's activities. It's going to be pretty interesting, but uh, I'm pretty excited to see how this goes. Now, uh, we did want to bring up this point that this kind of trope occurs often to most of media, like what we said about the Parent Trap movie on Disney. Um, how did you feel that it took them this long to make an episode like this with this trope? 
Honestly, I thought this was long overdue. It was an episode I saw coming from miles away, and it finally happened in the fourth season. Yeah, and, you know, I just felt that they would love to have a sister bonding episode with Lola and Lana. I mean, they've had a lot of uh, Lola and Lana episodes, like, uh, Patchy Things Up. But the other thing, too, is that they're just being themselves. You don't see them actually trying to, you know, switch each other, switch each other switch each other's shoes and actually live their, uh, live their other twins' lives. So... Yeah, it's a really good, interesting story to think about, so I can't wait to see how this goes. Um, any other things you want to discuss about this episode? Um, not really, honestly. That's all I can really say. It's just, you know, we've been waiting for a Lana and Lola uh, episode in which they play the... in which they switch roles, in a sense. I mean, we've seen uh, Lana pretend to be Lola before, in uh, Toads and Flowers, and that would have to be a damn fine episode. It's it's just so great. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right about that. That Lo- that Lana actually um, did. Uh, what was it? Portray Lola in pa- and uh, what was it? Uh, Toads and Tiaras. So Lola trying to be Lana is going to be an interesting thing to think about. <laughs> Can she be down and dirty? All right, so let's actually head over to the next episode, House Flip, that's going to be airing on Tuesday of the of Nickelodeon. Uh, so the synopsis reads, after causing Flip to hurt to get hurt, the kids take care of him without mom and dad knowing. Um, when you heard about the synopsis, I mean, what was your thoughts on this episode? It looks to be sort of a meh episode, mostly because the episodes that do star Flip, I mean, look at Intern for the worse, tend to be on the average level of the scale. And that's mainly due to how Flip isn't really the most favorite amongst the fans. Uh, you're, you're right about that. But the other thing, too, is that we're having a flip-focused episode. We have never... I don't know. Would you call Inter of the Worst actually a flip-focused episode? Because that's mostly focusing on Lincoln and Clyde. I would say that Blip played a main role. Like, he was one of the main cast of Intern for the Worst, but he wasn't the main, main focus. Yeah. And you always keep seeing Flip on the side, just, you know, working in Flip's food Flip's food and fuel. But the other thing, too, is that Flip has been showing up a lot of times throughout Season 2 and Season 3 that you are going to expect a Flip episode eventually, right? No doubt. Yeah, so it's really interesting how we see the previews in this episode when you watch the commercials. It seems that Flip now takes control of the household. Uh, how do you see this happening? Um, yeah, the way I see it, I think it's going to be sort of this a cliched blackmail sort of episode where when a character uh, gets hurt by a protagonist, the character uh, exploits and takes advantage of the situation by uh, always uh, tending to the character's needs and threaten to pretty much tell the parents, authorities, or whatever uh, if they don't meet their demands. I, I think I've seen Looney Tunes show did this sort of thing, too, where Cecile blackmails Bugs Bunny uh, to do whatever he wants, too. <laughs> wow, you're bringing back old-school cartoons. <laughs> remember, remember, remember that show? Remember that? I remember, I remember all the Looney Tunes. The thing is, Looney Tunes is way... There's a lot of Looney Tunes cartoons that are, that are like, out there. I can't really remember which one it, that was. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which... Okay, okay, we're not promoting HBO Max here. We're not, we're not contracted to do this. <laughs> but yeah, Looney Tunes cartoons part of HBO Max. Um, go, uh, go subscribe to HBO Max, eleven ninety nine a month. 
for the first 12 months. <laughs> but going back to Loud House, it's pretty much a, a plot that we've seen done um, quite often. And I feel that this episode might do the part where it kind of plays it safe. You know, it's going to be a bit predictable. Right. Um, I just never thought Flip would actually do something like this. But then again, this is Flip, which is like, you know, he could do something skeezy, try to, you know, get a cheap cheap buck or, or something. I mean, he's also Tucker as well in Tucker's Ticks and Tucks. The other thing, too, is that, that yeah, you're right. I can, I, only, I can totally see the blackmail situation where all of the kids are trying to cooperate with uh, Flip in that household and all so when i see the previews and everything i just what was kind of funny about how lincoln was dressed up as like some weirdo and then threw pies at luan and luna and like okay so why are they dressed up like this and then the other thing too is i also saw flip also like was it pass gas on also the loud cast so this could be a bad episode at the same time i do kind of i do kind of see like how this will be like really really hilarious um another thing i also do want to point out here um, what do you think about the plot of this episode? Because didn't they hurt Flip before? Or was this a thing where the kids usually hurt him after what he's done to them, but it went too far? Well, here, here's my here's my stance on this. Now, usually when Flip does get hurt or has something bad happen to him, it's because usually he has done something bad to deserve this kind of comeuppance. Look at the aforementioned in Turn for the Worse or Snow Way Out. That's actually one thing I will give Flip. It's that he's not a karma Houdini, thank God. Flip may be a jerk, but at least he gets punished for his actions. So I'm guessing he's going to get punished in the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, if he was the sort of character that was a karma Houdini, like, let's say uh, he got away from his actions, from uh, Intern for the Wars or Snow Way Out or, you know, heaven forbid this episode... Then, if if he always got away with it, then he would be a bad character in my eyes because you know, it, you know, it's 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 a golden rule when you write characters and they're jerks, you know, and they do something bad, you know, you gotta have something bad happen to them because karma, because comeuppance, right? And I just feel like the way I see it, uh, Flip will probably get what he got, get what he get get what he wants, or say like. The Carbo's gonna get to him in the end of the episode for some reason. I don't know. I just feel like that's also the trope that also comes out with Flip. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, go ahead and watch the episode House Flip on Tuesday on Nickelodeon this week. Uh, coming up next is this episode on Wednesday called Don't You Forget About Me. This one I am totally most excited about. And I'll read you the synopsis right here. So hit by the realization that Lori is going off to college. Lenny is trying to thwart Lori's plan. So this is a total huge episode that I can't wait for. Um, let me let me share my thoughts first, because this is an episode where Lori is about to pass the torch to Lenny. Lenny is now going to be the you know the oldest person in the household, where a lot of the kids are probably going to be talking to her more than what Lori has. So there's a lot of responsibility for Lenny, and this is the reason why Lenny was trying is like finally getting that realization at the same time may not be ready and does all these sabotageical things to sabotage Lori's admission going into Fairway uh, University. So that's my thoughts on how this episode will go, but uh, but I'll explain more later on as we discuss this episode. Uh, Omid, how about you? What are your thoughts on this episode? Okay, so honestly, besides Perfect Gig, this was my most hyped episode to come from Season 4. The main reason being is that it looks to be a very significant 
and crucial episode that serves as an important plot point to Lori's one big character arc, which is her leaving for college. Okay, so I've said this before. Um, sorry. I've said this before, this episode's going to hurt me. I've even tweeted about this saying I might cry on this episode because this is Lori Loud. This is my favorite character of the Loud House. He's about to leave for college. Um, this is an episode where Lori, like I said, is passing the torch to Lenny, saying that you're the leader now. How do you feel when Le- with Lenny being everybody's go-to now in the Loud House? Honestly, this is something that I am actually waiting for in Season 5 or maybe even Season 6. When Lori has left for good and Lenny is the eldest in the actual house and all the pressure lies on Lenny to be a responsible mother figure to her younger siblings, that's when we're going to see some sort of real development coming from Lenny. Yeah. That's when that's when we're going to see uh, some even more... How do I put it? We're, we're going to see even more um, of a character arc for Lenny. Yeah, and the other thing too is that we always know Lenny as the person who's kind of like a ditz. She's kind of like, you know, have, is airhead. But at the same time, you get to see Lenny's character arc starting to become much more stronger. She's a kind person. She's getting a little smarter. She took the manager- managerial role in Leader of the Rack. So you can totally see that Lenny has changed character quite a bit from season one. Now this is a big responsibility for Lenny now. Yeah, like when you really do think about it, it's also about uh, Lenny learning to take charge uh, for the second time because um, the first time that we've seen Lenny in this kind of position was in Leader of the Rack when she was um, temporary manager of a clothing store in a mall. Whereas now it's going to be an even bigger picture because uh, we're going to see uh, Lenny um, try to take charge of an entire group of her siblings, which is going to be even more difficult than what she had to deal with in Leader of the Rack. Right. Um, the other thing that I also was surprised about from this episode is the appearance of Acosta Grande, Ronnie Ann. <laughs> so, oh my God. yeah, they're back. They're like, you know, Ronnie Ann are back. <laughs> in... The Loud House has come back. Yeah, yes. and you know, we never expect Ronnie Ann to come back from the Loud House, but this is a surprise that Ronnie Ann is back. Both of them are having fun out in the college, out in Fairy University. Uh, so, which means more Lincoln and Ronnie Ann shenanigans that, you know, we see in the previews. Uh, what are your thoughts on having them in an episode having fun in college? You know, I think it's all going to be some sort of foreshadowing. I honestly feel that Lincoln and Ronnie Ann having fun in college is going to sort of predict or foreshadow uh, Lincoln and Ronnie Ann actually going to college together ah! when they're that <laughs> age and actually having fun together whilst they have to study, of course. Oh, yeah, but still, ah, Ronnie Ann and Lincoln going together for college is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to lead to somewhere. Look, it's look, look. Lead- and I understand every other Ronnie and Lincoln fan out there, but they're having the vibes right now. Like, oh my god, they're both together again. They're like Lincoln's recording everything while Ronnie Ann's still skating, and L- Lincoln's trying to learn skateboarding with Ronnie Ann. This is like, uh, <laughs> look, they're still best friends, but I'm feeling a lot of chemistry here in this episode. <laughs> Sunny, we're looking at you. Shout out to Sunny. Uh, I mean, for- Ronnie you know, you know what she tweeted? Like, she's ready to put a lot of, like, Lincoln, Ronnie Ann headcanons right after this episode airs here. So, she's got a I lot can, planned up. <laughs> I can only imagine. Right. 
Um, so, of course, the episode will... I, which is what I'm thinking. The, event, the episode will end where Lori and Lenny will make a truce. I mean, Lenny will probably try to sabotage Lori's admission into that college. But, of course, Lenny will obviously be given up and then Lori will still go to college. Lenny will still have to face the real truth that she is going to be the leader of the Loud House with the siblings. Um, it might be emotional for... Like I said, I might cry in this episode, but will it be emotional for you seeing how this end, episode's end? Yeah, honestly, when I look at this, I I am thinking, yep, Nate Nate's gonna shed a tear. I know Nate. <laughs> Nate's gonna... Oh wow, damn. Um, <laughs> is it really that sad? Do you think it was really that sad? <laughs> it really touched me, and and in the next podcast episode after I watch this, um, I'm actually gonna go more in depth as to um why um. Uh, this sort of plot actually really touches my heart. Right. All right, cool. So Don't You Forget About Me will air this Wednesday on Nickelodeon. Um, the next episode on Thursday of this week is also called Tough Cookies. Uh, the synopsis reads, Lincoln and Clyde start their own cookie business and find that it's more work than they'd realized. Uh, Omi, when you looked at this synopsis, what are your thoughts on this episode? Goku 2.0? Maybe. Better version of that episode? Could be. Sorry, what episode? Sorry, what, what episode was that, Omid? Lincoln, Lincoln Loud Girl Guru 2.0? Oh. Maybe. Better version of that episode? Oh, Could be. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's another thing I also want to discuss about. This is a kind of a callback to that episode, Lincoln Loud Girl Guru, where they tried a lot of things to make this a successful business. This time around, it seems that they are sticking with this kind of business plan where they, you know, make cookies and sell them. Um, how are you liking this callback, and do you think they'll be successful? Now, I do like the idea of Lincoln and Clyde starting a new business after their previous business didn't go so well. Uh, however, as of now, like this time, instead of giving girl advice, they're giving cookies! Okay, cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even oh. I, 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 I kind of feel like they, the way I keep seeing the previews, they look like they're the kings of the cookie world now after they sold the recipe. So I'm guessing they have been a very successful cookie brand. But if they're not like really good chocolate chip cookies or whatever cookies they make, then obviously they're gonna slide. It's gonna be an interesting thing how they're gonna deal with this whole business plan. But I feel like. It could be something like Little Loud Girl Guru. Will they be successful? And then something happens in the cookies that will probably get them out of business. That That's what I'm predicting from this episode. But another another Clayton McClyde episode that we have here in this season. How do you like this whole Clayton McClyde episode? Uh, this whole Clayton McClyde thing going on? Uh, I actually, like I said, I do find it intriguing that uh, Lincoln and Clyde, a Clayton McCloud business, is going to come back again because we've seen them do this before with uh lincoln loud girl guru um however it's going to be separate from their class so instead of them trying to get a good grade what they're really trying to do is that they're just trying to get money right and you know obviously become rich but then whatever they're, they're kids they obviously want to do something for money <laughs> um out yeah, of and go ahead and we're yeah, you you have this sort of fantasy in which, um, when you're thinking about doing a business, you imagine yourself becoming a billionaire. Right. Hold on for. A second. 
Alright, so out of context here, what is actually your favorite cookies? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Um, I, I think for me, my favorite is uh, chocolate chip cookies. Right. Um, Everybody yeah. go to. <laughs> see, see, this is why we talk about it, because you're becoming a cookie monster now. <laughs> but FYI, Cookie Monster is my favorite Sesame Street Muppet. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I'm into chocolate chip cookies as well. Um. But the other thing, too, is that I'm also into, like, uh, store-brand cookies, like Oreo cookies, Milano cookies, those kind of things. But if they're going to be as successful like those kind of cookie brands, then, yeah, good luck with them. Uh, click on the cloud. <laughs> Actually, right. you know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what that got me thinking of? It actually got me thinking of this uh, one episode of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends where uh, Mac and Blue were pretty much selling cookies. Uh, this one episode called Cookie Dough in which um, it became like a huge business um, and Blue became the manager and he let the power go to his head. Mm. Um, do, do you feel that it might get the same vibes as this where uh, Lincoln or I, Clyde... I, I kind of feel that I know that episode. Did it, did it Frankie get obsessed with that cookie? <laughs> I guess, um, oh, Frankie, no. <laughs> he herself became the cookie monster. <laughs> right, right. But here's another thing too. Do we have an obsessed fan in that episode that probably will love Click and McCloud's cookies? Well, knowing that the Loud Sisters love chocolate, given um, Lincoln Loud Girl Guru, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Loud Sisters would actually have that kind of role. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be mayhem because that's ten sisters that want it. <laughs> it's going to be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to have ten chubby siblings. Oh. Ten chubby no, don't want them chubby. Let them. I want them nice. Like okay, <laughs> just <laughs> all right. So yeah, um, the tough cookies episode that's gonna be airing Thursday on Nickelodeon. Now, that looks to be the whole entire week. But this Saturday we do have two more episodes of Loud House that we're going to discuss right now. First off, it's the episode Feast or Family. Uh, in the synopsis, when Luann enrolls in a culinary class, Dad uses it to share his passion for cooking with one of his kids. Uh, so first off, what are your thoughts on this episode, Ovid? You know, it's actually going to be interesting seeing one of the loud kids attempting to be somewhat of a chef, but I did not expect it to be comedian Luann. Yeah. I honestly didn't. You know what? I, you know what? Who should have been, like, the next chef would be Lincoln. I didn't expect Luann. Like, really interesting. I didn't expect Luann to actually become the next chef, but... You know what? I've also thought she makes pies. So would that also be like why she might be into culinary stuff? Could be. It could be that. Um, you know who I was honestly expecting it to be? I was honestly expecting it to be Lincoln. Or if it has to be a sister, I actually was expecting it to be more like Lynn. Since she does eat a lot of spicy food and protein. Right, right. You're right about that. Maybe... Um, Lynn could be a good person as well. Here's my other thing too that I saw during the preview. Uh, it was only like a couple of seconds. Luann is the way I keep seeing Luann, and then she signed up for that culinary class. It doesn't look to be successful because there's that one part where there was an erupting volcano, and Lola was a victim to that. So this could be a big time learning curve for Luann because she like maybe like you said she may have learned only how to cook pies but at the same time this is culinary class there's a lot of food that you're supposed to cook this isn't the same as what you've been doing before with your jokes 
So yeah, I, I don't under. I mean, like, yeah, I you can you can totally see why I don't understand why Luann got it. But you know what? Good props to her. Um, how about you? What? How did? How do you feel about those previews? What you saw? You know, I was actually looking at these previews, and I was thinking, "Wow, poor Luann," because um, one part of the preview that I instinctively remember, like I remember the most, is tired Luann, where. Oh. It was like drowsy. She was like asleep in her pajamas and stuff. Is it because I think maybe Lynn Senior was trying to buy all the food before everybody does in a grocery store that's like 24 hours and Luann is up at 4 in the morning? Ugh. Or maybe it's because uh, Lynn Senior may have been uh, pushing Luann to pretty much get the recipe right because Lynn Senior does take his cooking very seriously. I've seen that trope before too where people try to... I don't think it's up to a point where um, he would necessarily um, he would necessarily harm the any of his kids. I don't think so, too. Um, he's very nice of a dad to do that. I'm guessing, like, Luann, you know, is trying to keep silent so that she can try to learn. But at the same time, she's suffering for it as well. And then, he, and then eventually Luann would say, like, hey, stop it. I can't do this. <laughs> Can you be not that teacher anymore? And then he'll try to ease it up and then make it nice for Luann to be part of that culinary class. Uh, speaking of which, I, I know it's odd for Luann to actually have a culinary class, but what did you think Luann's plan was to actually learn from this culinary class? You know, I've actually been thinking. Okay, hear me out. Maybe she's going to have trouble with the class because her teacher is an angry British chef who screams a lot and insults his students. So she, like, you know how he's got, like, Luan's boss! Like, she'll be living Hell's Kitchen there. Oh, no. <laughs> so she gets so overwhelmed and hurt by this that she goes to her dad for help. And when he asks who the teacher is and she answers, he will remember that he was his, it was actually his longtime childhood friend and um they used to cook together a lot since when they were kids but since then they've been growing apart when they turn into adults uh because um the executive producers only wanted the british chef because he has more edge and he's more professional than lynn senior himself so honestly he, I think that Lynn Senior wants to went to cook in order to um, get back at his former friend, oh, and so man. he's he's kind of tr training Luann out of spite and revenge against him. Oh man, that's kind of uh, <laughs> that's kind of a lot to think about there. But um, so Chef Ramsay is going to be guest starring in a Loud House episode. Is that what I'm seeing here? <laughs> like, honestly. I don't think that Ramsey himself would voice the character, no, but no, but I, I would. Bad. I would imagine a lookalike of Chef Ramsey. You know, yeah, it's going to be a lookalike. I, I can imagine Luann's culinary teacher being exactly that, just sort of a a parody or knockoff of uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay himself. You know, I, 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 the way I saw the how your synopsis is, it kind of feels like I'm looking at Recipe for Disaster again, except. You know, yeah, you're meeting up with friends again, like, through that were taught in that same class. So I'm guessing Lynn Sr. and this chef were friends or rivals or something. Maybe that's <laughs> what I'm seeing here. But then at the end, they're going to be friends and actually share recipes, like what they did at Recipe for Disaster. So. 
another thing too is that Lynn Senior also loves British culture, so that's another thing mm, to keep. That's a good thing too. You're right. Um, here's my other thoughts on this episode, though. I I kind okay. Look, so this is just because of me becoming a fan of Luann and Benny. I'm feeling Luann is learning this culinary class because he wants to cook stuff for Benny. <laughs> that's that's my personal thought. And it'll be sweet for Luann to like say for example the beginning the episode begins where they talk to each other and then like hmm I'll be awesome if like I would love it if a, you know if people cook for me and then Luann you know tries to do something for Benny try to cook and then at the end episode she he, she cooks something nice for him but then it could be like but other than other than Helm Chef of Lynn Senior for example that's what I'm thinking how this episode would be this is the reason why Luann is trying to learn this culinary class but either way. We have the next chef in this Loud House, and it's going to be Luann, not Lincoln or Lynn that we actually thought about. You know what? Actually, now that you actually mentioned it, Benny would be the one and only reason I would ever see Luann actually try and attempt to take a culinary class. I can actually um, imagine, I can actually picture that uh, Benny would be the sole reason for that. <laughs> so you agree with me with my idea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she would have done it for any reason, uh, any other reason. Like a British chef comes to the lot house <laughs> that comes to the culinary class. <laughs> All right, so uh, check out Feast or Family. That's going to be coming out this Saturday as part one of that episode block. Second episode of that episode block is going to be A Dark and Stormy Night. Um, in this episode, the synopsis reads, When the lights go out in the loud house, the kids entertain themselves by take, taking turns telling parts of a story. Um, Omi, what are your thoughts on this episode after you heard the synopsis? It's going to be Homespun 2.0, isn't it? I, 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 the way I keep seeing it, it doesn't look that way. Why? If it is, if it is, hear me out. If it is, count me in mm. because I love that episode as well. When the Louds gather together and they share their funny stories, stories, and they have a good time together. Yes, I love it. And I've always loved the ghost story trope when a group of characters gather to tell their stories or their parts of of a uh, big colossal story because it gives the writers all the creative freedom to do what they want as long as it fits the character's vision and how said character would tell it. Now, the way I keep seeing this episode from the preview, from the previews I saw from the commercials, why do you think Lynn was an alien? Why is Luna like a, a spirit? Um, this tells me that this is like a huge D&D &D story, like Dungeons and Dragons story that's being portrayed here. Like, it's dark, I understand, and so they try to twist things up. They say, for example, Lola is trying to say something like, Once upon a time, there's a pretty little princess, and she met up with Lincoln, who's a space alien, and Lana, who's a, a toad, and they're going off to an adventure, and they meet up with a spirit like Luna, and they ended up with a boss like, uh, Lynn, Lynn Jr. as the alien. This is what I'm thinking. How the story would this is this is storytelling in a dark scenario in a dark uh, room scenario op scenario opsis. Like I know Homeschool was great portraying stories back, but I don't think it's gonna be just like that. I feel like the way I keep seeing how the previews are, this is a new spin of storytelling from the Laos themselves, and I feel like it's going to be pretty fun to see. You know, I thought it was interesting. Like, of course. Lana would be a toad. I mean, come on. Who didn't see that coming? Lana would be a toad. Right, right. There's Lola as a princess, of course, that you mentioned. Uh, Lincoln as a cowboy, a space cowboy. It's a cowboy people joke here. Oh, oh. Luna, a rock and roll goblin. 
And last, but certainly not least, Lynn, who actually looks like a buffed up John Cena looking version <laughs> of the three eyed alien from Toy Story. Anyone ever notice that? <laughs> Don't. Stories from the loud kids. Oh. <laughs> you know, I actually wonder if there will actually be a claw involved in any of the stories. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> You're already getting a lot of, like, ideas from this. I feel like this is going to be really interesting. Because the other thing, too, is that you don't actually see the rest of the loud cast, actually. How, who's Lola going to be? Who, I mean, like, Lola, we already know she's a princess. How about Lori? How about uh, Lenny? How about... Luann or Lisa in this story, for example. How are they going to be portrayed in this little fancy tale that they're making? I can actually imagine Luann actually being some sort of a Joker or Pennywise sort of character. Oh, like a <laughs> so yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can imagine her being a killer clown. It, it really would suit her if uh, they were to portray her in sort of a horror story sort of scenario. Alright, so... I feel like this is going to be a really fun episode just to see how they do with storytelling. Um, are you excited for this episode? Yeah, honestly, and out of the two brand new episodes, I think I'm much more hyped for A Dark and Stormy Night because, like I said, I love the ghost story trope and I love all the creative potential that it has with it. Right. I still am going to be excited for Feast or Family. Just the fact that Luann is cooking, and I feel like she's cooking for Benny. If it's not that, then... <laughs> it could be an episode but then yeah i'm also down for a dark and stormy night that like i said um looks to be a storytelling episode i really can't wait to see how this story is going to be portrayed it's going to, it looks to be really fun so let's see how this goes <laughs> so last thing i do want to point out though that this is actually airing on saturday both feaster family and uh a dark and stormy night we've seen this before when people when the loud house tries to air it on saturdays and that turned out to be a bust because the rating still goes down. I don't think it's going to happen here because we're in quarantine and everybody can't go out. Everyone's going to be stuck at home watching something. And I feel like this could be a good thing for the Loud House to actually boost the ratings on a Saturday night. How about you, Amit? How do you feel about this uh, move? Yes, I do agree. It is a safe move, considering that Saturday is a weekend sort of day. And even though it's a pandemic, so weekends don't really have as much value as they used to, weekends are still the way to go when it comes to airing new episodes because that's when they will likely have their free time since on the weekdays they might be working on schoolwork or their essential jobs. Right. And I just feel, because like I know that we're going to have a big long week of new episodes that starts at 12 noon, um, but also we have a ending episode, new episode on Saturday, so... Out of all the six episodes, which episodes are you actually most excited about? Out of all the six episodes, of course, Don't You Forget About Me is the number one. I have to say that too. Lori Loud, uh, I don't want you to leave yet, but it's eventually going to happen. <laughs> and I will touch upon that later. Like I said, I will touch upon why I have adored that sort of plot line for the start. So... Just a heads up, um, we are going to take away our, what was it? We were supposed to make an episode for Racing Hearts next uh, for our Loud Casa Talks. But instead, we're going to... <laughs> yeah, I know, me is going to be excited for that. <laughs> so, but at the same time, we're actually going to change that. Uh, we're going to do our next review session, review session number two, 
next week on our next Loudhouse to Talks because we have six episodes of Loud House, ep- Loud House to talk about. That's going to take us a long time, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. The champion is racing hard. <laughs> yeah, champions, you are racing hard. We get it. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for our preview. Um, and thank you very much for listening into our mini episode. Um, we have another long week of uh, Loud House episodes. Amid, I know you're excited for them. And yes, and I'm excited for them as well. I we really can't wait to see how these episodes will go. Um, but like I said, um, we're ready for we're ready for them. Let's, let's just chill in with Nickelodeon. <laughs> all right, cool. So yeah, that's it for this little mini episode. Thank you all for listening. My name is Nate. This is Omid. Signing off. We'll see you in the next episode. Catch y'all. Catch y'all. Catch y'all. Catch y'all.